And we're off with week nine edition in the Barstool Fantasy Hour. I'm Smitty, joined by at Bulls, joined with at Bales Football and Chris Spags this week. Who, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm discombobulated because you know, we had the Barstool. Yeah, you know, we had the Barstool Idol thing today. Everyone's still here for some fucking reason. Wednesday night. Every single podcast room and office is taken. I'm in the Barstool Confessional like a bitch because no one gives a shit about this podcast. Chris Spaggs is in the uh, PMT exit interview room, also known as uh, the main bathroom, which Jay Gianni, your CFO, got locked out of. They can't see you. (laughs) (laughs) They can't see you unless you start talking. So if you want to give a tour of the bathroom. Oh, okay, yeah. So so here's the exit room. Interview room. Um, you can see the toilet here. We have the wheel of, of games. I think they cheat on this usually. And then we have the, the Jay Danahy Memorial Lock over here. Which, by the way, he didn't lock one time. I think he's afraid to lock it now. And like I walked in on him being, and it was actually kind of uncarful. We never talked about it. And uh, Spags is in the bathroom because I'm, <laughs> they say chivalry is dead. It is not. Even though I'm the host of this show and no one knows that it existed for the past three years, I still gave him the opportunity to win on rock, paper, scissors. That's the three to see who gets the bitch confessional room and who gets the bathroom. And uh, it's a dying effort. I think we tied like six times, but I came out 2-0. and oh. And by the way, you have the weirdest rock, paper, scissors motion in the history of mankind. It should be rock, paper, scissors, shoot, eye to eye, nothing more of that. You went with the, the flamboyant rock, paper, scissors, shoot, which I admit threw me off. But you're not you gotta keep, like you gotta keep the hand variable. You gotta keep it variable so the guy doesn't know which way you're gonna go. It didn't pay no. dividends now, but if I were competing in a national tournament, I'd be fucking murdering it. Bales, violation. Love that. I, I love that strategy. All right. That's, I, I absolutely <laughs> love that strategy. Thank you, Bales. I was actually in a um, rock, paper, scissors tournament on um, Tuesday. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm really big into it. I think it's a great game. I'm one of the best players in the world, probably. Maybe the best. Well, right now, you and me. Ready? Uh, best of one. One and done. We got one. One and done. Here we go. I'll take it out. I'm going scissors right now. I'm going scissors. I like that. But best of 11. No, best of one. I'm not doing one. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll do it for the teaser for the kids. We'll do it like after. Just one. Ready? No. Best of best of, best of, <laughs> best of seven. Best of seven. Real quick. Here we go. Best of seven. Rock, paper, scissors. What do you have? Hey, All right. We can't do it. We can't do it. Like <laughs> All right, I'm down one nothing. We'll go best of seven. I, you still have home field advantage for game two. Then we come back to my place. I'm probably pitching Randy Johnson or something, and we'll finish out the series uh, afterwards. Okay. Uh, review last week. Not that hot when we came down to it, when we got our uh, final lineups. We still had a lot of good – uh, players and influences. Spags, real quick, I didn't say this beforehand, with the shit Zoom on, because we're in a multi-million dollar studio and still can't get access to podcast rooms. Um, if two people talk, like at the same time over each other, it doesn't come out at all. So we just have to be, uh, gotcha. just have to be aware of that. Um, last week, we, we had Matt Ryan as a go-getter, uh, which ended up pretty good, but we also had the likes of Spencer, Spencer Ware, T.Y. Hilton, a lot of injury bugs. I knew something bad was going to happen because I, we, we were running hot all during the week. 
and uh, Ty Montgomery, another one, late scratch we were all on. Uh, how did you do overall last week, Bills? Um, I was very lucky to be like near even. So I, but it, it I, I got lucky because I was on those guys that you said. Um, and on on FanDuel, I had Ty Montgomery, and you can't late swap. So I was stuck with him. He was in, I think, seven percent of lineups, um, in uh, the Sunday Million, and I had him in like forty. So forty percent of my lines were dead. And then on uh, across sites, I had um, um, him and uh, Spencer Ware, T. Y. Houghton. And uh, yeah, a couple a couple other guys who I think got injured. So, yeah, it's just, it's just, I was, like, it's just, I, yeah, I got I got very lucky to be to be near even. It's just really depressing when one p.m. kicks off and by one o five you're like fuck. There's nothing you can do because all three injured. I mean, Ty Montgomery happened. He was a pregame scratch late. Uh, Spencer Ware, T. Y. Hilton. T. Y. Hilton was early and he's got a hamstring injury. Who knows if he's gonna fucking. 100% the rest of the year, but he still played something like 37 of 43 snaps, but he just didn't do dick. Uh, Spags, how'd you do last week when you were playing? I actually won a little bit last week because I was mostly chalk, but besides a couple guys, I paid up for Brady and the Millionaire Maker, so that did well. Um, I was going to do Carr. That was when I bit my bigger gut. I switched off of Carr and Cooper, and that was like the one where if I had that, I would have probably done really, really well. But it's good because I feel like when everybody's like chalk, like chalk has been going on all year. And I feel like everybody's picking the same lineups. If you have one or two differentiating things, you can hang in there. Yeah, especially in the cash games and head-to-head, which has been fairly profitable for people who have been using us. And speaking of which, Bales, Spags is a bona fide Fantasy Labs user. So oh, is he? I, did, I, did, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, if you two want to, you know. We'll, we'll give you, we'll give you access. I didn't even know that. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, I actually, I paid for it last year. Like, I paid for it for – particular NBA I thought it was really really good football I think you guys like improved as the season went on but I thought NBA was like a strong value add if you tweak the algorithms a little bit to what you look for I thought it was like a great product great product I don't think Barstool officially endorses it because you guys don't pay us but um I think as far as my personal seal approval I've got fantasy labs every time yeah it's great yeah. stuff and if you two would like to spoon ladle there, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming over I class docking I mean that that's that's up to you too I'm coming. I'm coming after this. Uh, I'll be over for a drink, man. Who knows? Oh yeah. Oh, and, and, and all here, all here for you kids out there. Bales is like, oh, I'm coming up to New York. I'm coming from Philly up to New York. We got to do this live. We got to talk to pros. We got to get everything up. We get linked up here late, and like I'm scrambling trying to find room. Just like, oh, Bales, where you at? What hotel you at? I think he's in Vegas or LA or wherever the hell he high classes up. It's like, oh, I'm in New York. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> You know, perfect opportunity. You come in, and just do this live, and 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 you screwed the pooch. Like, what, what, I, had, I had other stuff to do. I would I would let you know, but nothing's more important than this. And you know that. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, that that's, that's sadly in some of our lives it is. <laughs> All right, uh, on to week number nine. Last week, I said Matt Ryan was having the best week overall. I wasn't that far off. I forget who you said. Do you remember? Um, no, uh, I, I, I picked Jameis. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that wasn't the best overall that you said. You said someone else. Best overall. Also shit the bed. But um, this week, best player overall, doesn't matter position, who's scoring the most points that you have to have in your lineup? Um, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers at home uh, against the Colts. Um. 
Yeah, I think it's just they they uh, they they clearly have, they they don't even they legitimately don't even have a running back. Um, then they're just like throwing it all over the field. It's, he's going to have a, a ton of attempts, and I think that that's a decent um, opportunity for a game to turn into a shootout. So I think Aaron Rodgers is uh, is my guy there too. Uh, I just like that game in general. Uh, every almost every like pass catcher and, and uh, quarterbacks obviously in that game. Yeah, way to go out on a limb there. Spags, who you got? Um, I would say he took Rodgers, so I'm going to say Breeze would be my guy if I have to not choose Rodgers. Um, I personally would either go pay up for Breeze or Rodgers or go down to Kaepernick. I think Kaepernick's going to have an okay enough week, and you can get by with that. Um, but I think you got to pay up this week because I think the middle of the pack just sucks. It's not like last week or, or like one guy might go crazy. I think everybody's going to be shit in the middle. Yeah, I think uh, either Nick Foles or Colin Kaepernick is really going to explode this week. But uh, – the best player overall, in my opinion, and I hate saying this, but I think Ezekiel Elliott is going to explode mm-hmm. this week against Cleveland. I'm talking like 200 yards, three touchdowns, straight fisting the Browns up and down the field. I'll take the under on 203 if you want it. Okay, I've lost every bet that we've done. I like the Browns last week just absolutely ripped my heart out. I can't even imagine being a Cleveland Browns fan. I was one for three quarters before I wanted to shoot myself in the face. It was incredibly frustrating watching that team go up 17-0 and then lose 28-20, wherever the fuck they lost. 31-28. What were bums? Absolute bums. But that's the kind of team the Cowboys will play down to, and it's, it's a spot where – I love Zeke. I think Zeke has the best matchup of the week at running back. Uh, the lights went out in here. <laughs> I'm telling ghost stories now. Oh, wait, waving your arms. Wave violently. Yeah. Um, but I think no, – like, it's, it's better in the dark. <laughs> oh, dude, I love that. I love it. It's, it really adds to the Barstool Charm thing that we're going for. Like, this podcast is keeping it real. The other ones are in fucking fancy studios. I'm sitting on a toilet. Smitty's in a fucking five-by-five <laughs> five room. But we're talking about Ezekiel Elliott, and he's going to fucking eat. <laughs> Unless he doesn't. And he, and he ruins everybody's lineups this week. Uh, other quarterbacks that you guys see uh, really branching out, uh, cash games, tournaments, bills, what do you think? Uh, the three guys we mentioned are, the, are, as of now, the only guys I would consider, I think, in, um, in cash. Rogers, Breeze, his bag set, and, uh, and Luck. Um, I think people are going to be a Luck. I mentioned Luck. I remember mentioning uh, Colin Kaepernick and Nick Foles. Yeah, I'm not playing Foles. I, I understand the, the lore with Kaepernick. Um, I don't think he has the passing upside to, like, be worth it in cash games. And everyone sort of looks, I think, at, like, um, you know, a floor in cash games. But you still want guys who are really, really good who can, like, if the rest of your lineup doesn't produce, can still go off. And there's only, especially at quarterback and receiver, there's certain guys who can do that. That even if, like, technically the mathematics um value isn't there with those guys that you still um can benefit from having those guys in your lineup and nick Foles is not going to throw for like 403 he's just not naturally Luck, breeze and rogers can do that and i was being very facetious when i said nick fucking Foles for the Kansas well i don't know that the, i don't know that the, well kaepernick's definitely not facetious and no, i'm never facetious i'm never facetious about him and i'm pretty sure i'm using facetious in the right <laughs> yeah, you're doing, you're doing good. That's by Smitty standards, especially that was good vocabulary. Yeah, that's <laughs> it really was. 
Dude, I never know if you're serious. I thought you might have <laughs> on, um, on Foles there. but Well, um, I mean, in Foles' defense, he did. When he came in last week, he went like 17 for 23, like 250 yards and two touchdowns, which is outrageous numbers in an Andy Reid offense for a quarterback for a full game, let alone basically a half. Yeah, it's just that on DraftKings, he costs um, 5200 So he's like, he's $400 cheaper than Stafford. He's $400 cheaper than Kaepernick. He's seven hundred dollars cheaper than Mariota at San Diego. Like, why would you? I would just pay up. Yeah, I, I, I actually like I like Philip Rivers again. I think he's been pretty consistent all year. Mariota as well. Um, and, and, and sneaky this week, I like Ryan Tannehill. Like, I think he can put together a four touchdown week some way somehow, and. He hasn't done it in a long, long time, if ever. And I don't know if I'm just speaking out of my ass with that pick. Pretty sure I am. But when it hits, you'll be hearing from me. Uh, on the running backs, you mentioned Zeke. Could be kind of a trap game. He could take off. But other than that, uh, Spags, who do you think is a big-time play this week? I think everybody's going to be on West. Um, like, I think Chuck Hendrick West, is gonna, he's in a good spot. The Jags, um, I think, cover passes well. But, I mean, if they're in the lead, I think they're favored by eight or something. Um, if they're in the lead, like, he should be getting carries. I mean, there's nobody else competing for touches at this point, right? I think where is for sure out. So, yeah, and Charles, Charles is out, correct? So, in here. Charles, uh, Charles is on, on IR. Oh, IR. Where, I don't think where is for sure out as of now. Okay. So, if he is out, I would definitely go West. And I assume West will be, like, the highest zone guy on the, on the slate. But – I would also take Booker. I think Booker's one where like people are going to be off him a little bit because he didn't quite kill it like they thought he would last week. And I don't see why he wouldn't get another shot at that many touches and against Oakland. You don't know. Yeah, he's very overpriced. Or like put him over Melvin Gordon, who's just been a fancy machine this year. He's sixty four hundred. Melvin Gordon sixty three hundred. Jay and Jahi is coming off two straight two hundred yard games and a bye. He's only at six thousand. I mean, Bells, what do you think of those numbers? Um, yeah, I, I think that, that those guys are, um, in play for sure. I think that as of now, um, assuming West isn't the guy, if he, if he is the guy, like if, if, um, if he's a chalk. Yeah, it's, it's, it's automatic. You just play him in, in cash though. It's just automatic. You play that. Um, otherwise I'm looking at expensive guys, Le'Veon, um, at the Ravens, Zeke, who we talked about, maybe DeMarco. At the Chargers, I don't really love that. And then there's some injury uh, concern there. Devontae, I think, is uh, – Devontae Booker is definitely in play. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not going, like, uh, super cheap at running back. And then um, because of that, I think I need to find cheap receivers. And I think there are a few potentially who you can um, use that I'll talk about in a bit. If you are going to go cheap, though, I would look at Carlos Hyde. I think he's got a shot. I mean, assuming the Saints don't blow him out, which, you know, you don't know. But the 49ers are feisty. Hyde's back. He's supposed to be healthy. I think that's one. If you're trying to save money, I would go there. The only, yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't hate that at all. I don't hate it. Uh, I think people will use it. I'm going to pay $200 more for, for Melvin Gordon, and I know the touches are there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Melvin, Melvin Gordon, I mean, he's just every week, he's a production machine. I mean, it doesn't even matter. Even against the Broncos last week, he still had over 100 yards and uh, was gashing them at certain times of the game. Wide receivers. Uh, 
who do you got, Bounds, as your number one? And don't say Antonio Brown because Ben Roethlisberger is not looking good to play this week. He practiced today, but on a limited basis. Roethlisberger is going to play, I think. Uh, number one overall, like in terms of points, um, Antonio Brown. I like Antonio this week. I think he's the guy. Uh, yeah, it's Antonio. Antonio. I don't like that he's on the road, but um, Roethlisberger tends to suffer more on the road than Antonio if you look at their splits. Um, I'm, I'm not a uh, – I'm not off of Antonio, really. Uh, I don't think I'm going to have him in cash games just because I'm paying up at running back as of now. But, um, yeah, I think Antonio is a, is a fine play, and he would be, he'd be the guy, I think. Uh, it, would, it otherwise might be Julio um, if you're playing in Thursday leagues, but uh, some concern that, uh, that he might not be 100%. Hmm. Spags, who do you got? I actually had Antonio, too. So I, I was surprised. I thought it'd be unique having Antonio up there because I think people aren't going to want to pay up for him with – I mean, assuming that it's Landry Jones, but I mean, I guess Roethlisberger could be in there. I think if it's Landry, nobody will pay up for him, and I would still take him um, if, if uh, Landry's down. Um, but I'll give somebody new. I'll give Devontae Adams. I think targets have been there. I mean, we think Rodgers is going to have a good week. I don't know. I mean, cash is go where they're going to go, but if Devontae's got, I think, 16 and 14 targets last two weeks, so he's getting that. There's no reason he can't turn that into some points. Yeah, I really, 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 from a matchup standpoint, like T.Y. Hilton, but tweaking your hamstring, that, that could fuck you up royally for the rest of the season. I mean, Bales, have you heard anything else about him? He's been practicing, but even when he was out there last week after he went out and came back, he didn't, he didn't do anything. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know anything. That does scare me, though. I think a hamstring – there are certain injuries where the guys can, like, play through it, and a hamstring is uh... – it's just a risk. Especially when you're just a speed demon like him. I mean, you just don't know. I, 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 I'll, I'll have exposure to T.Y. for sure um, in tournaments, but I would never pay, play T.Y. in cash. My number one guy, I'm going to go with uh, Jarvis Landry. I think he's going to get 41 touches. Bales, if you want to take an over-under on that, and uh, go for 350 yards, possibly three of Ryan Tannehill's four TDs. Uh, who else do you guys see as pretty good plays this week for uh, – tournaments and cash, and then give uh, all the other values next. Who do you see is just uh, pretty much your nice, nice ditties uh, this week? I would go Allen Robinson, I think, if I were doing a GPP. I think he's due. He hasn't got anything in a couple weeks. Um, Hearns had the big week last week. I think Robinson's had like two down weeks in a row. It's a game where it seems like Bortles will be behind just chucking it, stat padding like he does. Oh, so you, mean, you mean you mean a uh, normal Jacksonville game where yeah. like, Bortles just racks up all these fancy points at the end? We, I think we like Blake, though, because he does the Wikipedia club, so I don't know that we can be totally mean. Yeah, I think he's going to be a co-worker here in a couple weeks. Just <laughs> 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 like a moderate pay cut for that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think Alan Ross is due for something. I would also look at ODB. I think uh, Odell Beckham, I think, is going to be – he's a guy I don't think he's going to be super highly owned, but, I mean, it's the bright light kind of matchup he does well in against a divisional rival. I don't see any reason why you couldn't have a big game. Numbers don't back it out. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, so in cash, um, I like Adams if Montgomery and Cobb are out, um, or even if, even if one is out and I think that, uh, Devante is, uh, is just like going to get so many touches and so many safe touches. Like, uh, they, they're going to run him. They're going to throw him, um, those like little quick dump dump offs out of the backfield. Um, the guy I like probably more than most He's not going to be unpopular, but um, Michael Thomas, I think I'm going to play in cash. He's getting so many targets. He's, he's on the field more than anyone now for uh, any receiver for the Saints. Um, 
at San Francisco. They're going to run a ton of plays probably in that game. Two of the, the fastest-paced teams in the league, San Francisco number one, obviously, under trip. So, uh, yeah, I, I like that uh, situation a lot. I'll, I'll, I'll play Michael Thomas in, um, in tournaments, too. I just think he's a, he's a really good player. What about what about your trio of uh, three amigos there, uh, Quincy, Enua, Cole Beasley, and and Justin Hunter? Any action on them this week? Um, I, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. Because you're three amigos, you, you you pump up their nuts every week. I never play Beasley. I play Enua and Hunter. I I haven't played Hunter really. I just like we joke about him, but oh, do um, we? <laughs> Uh, you're going to tweet now and tell him to bring him on this podcast. Dude, we got to get him on. We got to get him on, man. No chance in hell he's coming on this podcast after I legitimately argue that he's in prison every week, every single week, <laughs> which is why he's not getting any targets. Which he still might be. I don't know. Why else is he even getting targets? He could be on the lamb. Nobody knows. Uh, value-wide receivers. People have been asking for the really waiver-wire type guys or uh, people low – on the salary for tournaments that you think might explode. Uh, Spags, you got anyone? Um, last week I was actually all over it. And it kind of frustrated me because I ended up paying up for guys. And like I had Tyreek Hill in like my second to last lineup. So that, that's going to kill me forever. But um, I don't know, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to look right now who's cheap. But I actually have terrible Wi-Fi in here. Uh, so Naturally. Me... <laughs> Naturally the bathroom at Borstel. <laughs> <laughs> Not <have the> best <laughs> internet. Um, Actually, let me default. Let me defer to Bales here, and I'll pull something up on my phone. Uh, so for tournaments, I'm gonna go um, a guy that that uh, that I said two weeks ago, and then he went off. Uh, Kenny Britt. I think Kenny Britt's in another good spot, and he's gonna be low. On. No one's gonna have him. Um, um, if Ty Hilton is out, take a look at Philip Dorsett, set thirty seven hundred. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna be um, super unpopular, but. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm pretty sure Ty is gonna play, but um, yeah, Ty Ty's yeah. splits when Moncrief is in are pretty ridiculous. Where he gets way fewer looks, just as like he's he's a way um, worse fantasy receiver when Moncrief is playing. So that's something to to, uh, to look at. That I actually I was on Hilton last week, and then like I, I actually think it was a mistake to be on on Hilton last week. Um, hmm. I think I think well, thanks for playing Monday morning quarterback with us, Bales. You just cost everyone a fuck ton of money. Oh, I kid, kind of. Uh, <laughs> Spags, you got any value spots? I, I, I would throw one dart at Tavon Austin just because of the matchup, just because it's Carolina. I think they have to get somebody the ball there. I mean, that's a spot where I think guys can beat Carolina when they're fast. East to West, and that's obviously Tavon Austin. Um, but I mean, that's going right up against Kenny Britt, so I don't know. I don't know if I feel so confident in that now. But I think there's somebody's going to have to throw there, and somebody's have to catch the ball. And I think that's one of those guys is a good shot. Kendall Wright is still hampered by a hamstring and hamstring injury, but um, he's been producing a little bit more week in and week out these past two weeks. As a touchdown last two games, getting quite a bit of targets. He's the same price as Kenny Britt. Put both of them together, and that's what's going to happen. Uh, Quincy Enuel as well, 5,100 this week. You want to take a look at it. Also, Tyrell Williams, 5,000. Uh, he's just – just seems like he's always getting targets. I don't know why. Um, well, I know why. There's no one else to really throw to in San Diego's offense. Um, tight ends. Bales, lead off. 
Who do you got? Um, Cash, I'd say Rudolph, 4K um, against the Lions. And then uh, Kelsey, I don't know why his price didn't really go up. I think he was 4900 so he went up $400 um, against the Jags. Uh, yeah, I, I think both those guys are in really good spots. Don't sleep on Miami or Minnesota's offense this week. Pat Shermer did a really good job last year with Sam Bradford when Sherman was actually calling the plays, especially the last game. They ran it up a lot on the Giants. So uh, I like that Rudolph call a lot now that Norm Turner's uh, – Yeah, Rudolph, that's not I – think, I think a lot of people are going to be on Rudolph. Maybe not that many, but he's not, he's not going to be, like, unpopular. Um, the Lions, horrendous against uh, – over the middle of the field. Um, so I think that that one's good. And then uh, tournaments, I would say um, uh, Greg Olson, if you're going to pay up a little bit where you know you're overpaying uh, at 6200 I think he is the highest-priced tight, tight end in this um, slate in the week. That's correct. Um, by a decent margin. I, I think he's going to be – you're getting him at like 2% or something. And so it's just like, okay, it's not great value, but um, I'm getting – one of the five, four or five tight ends who are like legitimately really good players, really good receivers um, on the week, and probably the most athletic one here, Jimmy Graham, um, at two percent, and uh, so that's something that uh, that I'd be interested in. And then um, similarly, I think it's a huge risk, but uh, Fleener, Fleener. Now everyone is off of Fleener, right? Um, it's just it's a, it's a dream matchup, uh, and he's thirty four hundred. He's almost like min priced, um, and there's some chance that he gets like three targets, but there's some chance that he has like eight catches for a hundred yards and a touchdown. So uh, I think he's fine. And like you want to throw him into like twenty or thirty percent of tournament lineups, then I kind of like that. Spags, who you got tight end? I got so I also like Kyler Rudolph, but again, I think everybody's gonna like him. Detroit just sucks versus tight end. Um, my guy would be Delaney Walker. I think he's the dude. I mean, they could be down, the Titans can fall down, Rivers gets hot, um, and he's a good safety blanket for Mariota. I think in a massive world, probably need one. And then if, um, if Cody Kessler is starting, I'm not as in on this, but if it's Josh McCown, Gary Barnage, I think is a great play. Um, I think he's due. Cowboys suck versus tight end. Uh, hopefully the Browns will be down. I think that's a spot where Barnage could finally have the big game he had last year. But if it's Kessler, though, I would stay away from that 100%. Yeah, a little uh, inside tip with uh, Philadelphia media going on right now. Zach Ertz and the Eagles offense are getting a lot of heat, a lot of heat for basically doing less than Dick. So don't be surprised if they come out firing and not going to the wide receivers who have been awful and just give Zach Ertz – his 20-target game that he's been waiting for, like last year, uh, for the first time this year against the uh, Giants. And I've been down on him pretty much all year. I think if there's a game where he explodes, it would be this one. So that means he'll probably get two catches, three targets for nine yards. Yeah, I, uh, I like um, I like Spags' call of Delaney. Um, uh, Ertz, not as much on the narrative, maybe, as, uh, as you are – um, I mean, he's just getting the, the whole entire Eagles offense, and he specifically is getting a lot of heat. So I just wouldn't be surprised if they just come out and try to feed the beast this week. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely could happen. Um, there's just so many t- uh, cheap tight ends on DraftKings. It's like 
they're just their pricing is is absurd. Yeah, at this point, I think I'd be okay missing Ertz's big game because he's been so fucking shit. I had him in my real fancy team, and like I thought he'd be like a lock, and he's just a fucking disaster. Like they just what? don't know how to use him. They they don't have him on the field. Yeah, during big games. I mean, they had Trey Burton get the big third down target last week against the um, Cowboys, who's essentially their third fucking tight end. So who knows? God only knows with the Eagles and Doug Peterson. And even so, he doesn't fucking know. On the defenses, um, I think the big play this week is the Chiefs at home against Jacksonville. Um, who else do you guys see that really could, uh, could get you some big points? I would take those Dallas Cowboys pairing with Zeke Elliott, get a nice correlation on your running back. I think that's probably the move. Probably the move that's going to cost somebody a lot of money because the Cowboys is the prime Cowboys letdown spot. But but I think that's the move. If you're going just off of the best play, I think probably that would be that. Survivor pick this week, if you have it, 0-8 Cowboys or 0-8 Rams or 0-8 Browns at home (laughs) against the Cowboys. It would be a very Cowboys thing to happen. Lock it in. Bills, who do you say that might be a good uh, good player? Yeah, I think I think what you said with the Chiefs is um, is right. I think they'll be the highest owned. I think that that's probably the play as of now. Um, I like the I don't know Rams either, to be honest with you. Really cheap against Carolina. It's always a risk, especially Cam playing a lot better. Uh, but at home, like they're not the worst team. Yeah, Especially if Austin gets a kick return or something, like yeah, I, yeah, that that was what I was gonna say. Yeah, I wouldn't, I would never play that in a head-to-head or something. But um, if you go Rams and you like Austin, then then definitely pair those two together. Um, it's it's always like you're chasing this return touchdown that never happens, but when it does, it, it's like, yeah. but uh, such, I, I such think is, such is life. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Chiefs and Cash. Um, I understand the Cowboys' argument, but they can't rush the passer. They just can't get after the passer. And so I want, like, um, a team that's uh, going to get a tough pressure. Um, and so I think uh, the Chiefs really haven't gotten after the passer um, either. I think in, t- in tournaments you can make an argument for the, the Packers against the, the – um, I think the Packers might be the they're the number two favorite on the week. I think they're over a yeah. favorite at home, and uh, Locke will take sacks and and uh, do some dumb things with the football. So they'll, they'll, they're going to put up some points. So I still like the the Colts offense, but um, the points that an offense scores is uh, only very minorly correlated with the opposing defense's fantasy points. Like you just want. Um, it doesn't really matter too much how many points the team is going to score. It's, uh, are they going to be down? Or are they going to be forced to pass in bad situations? So, uh, I like that. I like that one. And uh, if you want to take a chance, I think the Titans against the uh, Chargers where Rivers can do that same thing. And the Titans have been getting after the pass like crazy this year. And I wouldn't sleep on the Eagles either, um, even though they gave up, well, what, 26 points against the Cowboys last week. I mean, they're always – What's the right word? Um, they're, 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 well, they're, no, they're not the defense. The defense has actually been playing lights out. They're getting sacks left and right. They, they, they put um, Dak into a, a birdcage by himself for a while last week. But, I mean, they, they get to the pass rusher. They always get turnovers, and they always special teams. They're the only team in the league with a kickoff return. They have two, and Darren Sproles is always risked to take one back. So, 
<clears throat> and on top of that, they shut out the Giants last year, and they always, they've been playing the Giants very, very well recently. So Eagles are a definite team to look at on defense. This week, even though they're going to lose, probably last minute again, because Doug Peterson can't coach. Uh, all right. That about sums it up. We didn't I, – I put out questions this week, but they're all, like, stupid. So, well, they weren't stupid, but, like, I, I, we can get back to them in emails and stuff. Anything else going on? Dale, are you coming over for some beers in the office? Yeah, yeah. I'll come over. I'll come over uh, in, in a bit. How, how long are you guys going to be there? Oh, God. Oh, I think people are going to be here all night for the, for the Cubs game seven, but you're not allowed to have your phone. I don't know if we can – yeah. Talk Barstool things that much on here, but no phone rule is in effect because you can't spoil things for game seven of the World Series. Also, also, people have been cracking natty lights before noon today, which is an outrageous <laughs> move. Not only in a Barstool office, but life above the age of 16. I disagree. When we have this kind of office, I think it's important to start drinking as soon as you can because that's why the alcohol is here. I mean, Erica faved one of my tweets where I was like, I'm just getting drunk watching Barstool. Still idle at one o'clock. So I think that's support. That's like yeah, I watched the I watched the idol. I watched the idol. Today. Yeah, if I was if I was if I was drunk for that, thank God I wasn't drinking. But if I was, I would just want to start heckling fucking everyone. <laughs> and one guy just decides to steal my idea of barber barstool barbershop reviews. <laughs> Going to a black fucking barbershop and of course can't see Erica and fucking Page Jew are all thinking, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, what are we thinking? Oh, PMT already thought of that. No, you fucking dickbags. I did it two years ago in the hood in Philly and try to do it again in some Mexican place and kicked us out in North Philly. That's not where you got that crazy haircut with like that made you look, um, you know. Black? Well, no. It was like more just like, you know, like block headed sort of. <laughs> oh, no. That, that, was, that was when I was on my. Uh, Supercut save money train, which I, which I was on for way too long after, after I had to. No, but I found like my, my, my great hairdresser in Philly and like I've been getting good haircuts since. Went to a place a couple weeks ago and it just like went to shit in New York. So I got to find a new spot. So maybe I should bring it back. Maybe I should undercut everyone here and bring back that idea. Fuck it. Fuck everyone. I'm actually, since <laughs> nobody listens to this podcast anyway, I'm actually going to hire someone next week or Barstool Idol, have them come in and just pitch ideas that I actually did like three to five years ago <laughs> and see and see how many those three jackasses like. <laughs> I, love, I love it. You just turned like the needle a little bit and it goes. He's just fucking, oh. I, I like, I egged you on so bad today when, when I heard the barbershop thing because I don't think you caught it at first. And I was like, did you hear the black barbershop thing? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you and Clem are the only ones that paid attention my entire career. <laughs> I did that. Like, it was a great video. It got like 50,000 views on YouTube. Like a great reception. Yeah, no no like retweet or anything from Barstool. No rundown talk. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, it's just, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I'm going to do that next week. It's actually, I think it's going to go over very well. I think it's a pretty good idea. If you have any, if you want me to throw out, and we'll get we'll get him to do like a Tinder idea, Tinder blog too, and stuff, and like yeah, I'll be like, dude, we need to do like this weekly blog of dating screen caps. Nobody's ever thought of it. Yeah, it's gonna be exactly. Gonna be busters. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, um, that wraps it up. Follow at Chris Bags at Bales uh, Football at Smitty Barstool. If you have any questions, uh, go to Bales Football. He knows it. If you want to be mushed, come to me. Uh, follow Chris Bags anyway. Slide into his DMs; they're always open. He likes sporting girls. Get to him. 
And uh, yeah, doing the money this week.